Welcome to Take Up and Read, a bite-sized Bible study podcast on the Sunday Catholic Mass readings. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This Sunday is the 27th Sunday of Ordinary Time in Year C. Our first reading is Habakkuk, chapter 1, verses 2-3, through and chapter 2, verses 2-4. through The only time this prophet is read in the three-year Sunday lectionary cycle. While little is known of the prophet Habakkuk, this book deals with wickedness in the kingdom of Judah and foretells the future exile to Babylon in the 7th century BC. In this reading, when Habakkuk asks why he sees such evil around him, the Lord responds with a bittersweet vision and a promise that it will not fail, even if it takes time in coming to fruition. The details of the vision are told in the rest of chapter 2. It includes the future destruction of Judah by Babylon and in turn the ruin of Babylon for its own wickedness. The Lord comforts Habakkuk's concern for the righteous by assuring him that the just one, because of his faith, shall live. This verse is often quoted in the New Testament and ties into the theme of Jesus' preaching in the Sunday's Gospel. Our psalm this Sunday is Psalm 95, which strikes a similar tone of trusting in the Lord when tempted to impatience. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the desert, for your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. The psalmist calls us to trust in his providence, to sing joyfully, bow down and kneel before the Lord. For he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. The invitation to come at the beginning of the first and second stanzas implies that this psalm may have been sung by the pilgrims on the way to the Jerusalem temple, where they could come into his presence with thanksgiving. The allusion to testing at Meribah and Massa is a reference to Exodus 17, verses 1-7, through when the impatient Israelites complained to Moses of thirst in the desert, and the Lord provided water from a rock. Another account is given at Numbers 20, verses 2-13, through which includes Moses' own lack of trust in God, which resulted in his not being allowed to enter the Promised Land. By incorporating this episode from the Exodus, Psalm 95 is well suited to accompany our first reading in Gospel this Sunday. This Sunday's second reading is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6-8 through and 13-14, through in which St. Paul urges Timothy to the boldness he received at his ordination as a bishop, signified in the laying on of hands, in order to fearlessly give testimony to the Lord. Paul identifies himself as a prisoner in verse 8, which is meant literally, Paul was once again a prisoner in Rome, making this one of his so-called captivity letters. A tradition from the early church historian Eusebius holds that this was Paul's second imprisonment, which ended in his martyrdom circa AD 67 during the persecution of the Roman emperor Nero. Paul's reference to wearing chains at 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 9 does not fit the house arrest arrangement of his first imprisonment in Rome described at Acts 28, verse 16. Included at the end of this letter is Paul's request that Timothy come visit him in prison. This selection begins and ends with recourse to the Holy Spirit, symbolized at the beginning by the flame. Indeed, a sacramental grace is conferred in ordination through the Holy Spirit by the imposition of hands, leaving an indelible mark on the soul. See paragraph 1558 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The Holy Spirit also dwells in all of us who have been baptized, as Paul wrote elsewhere at 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16. 
Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? Our gospel this Sunday is Luke 17 verses 5 through 10, one of Jesus' classic lessons on faith. Jesus has just told his apostles that they must forgive their brother, even if he sins against you seven times in the day, prompting them to ask for increased faith in order to accept this teaching. Our Lord's response includes this famous expression on the power of faith, the size of a mustard seed. The mulberry tree is a striking choice because of its deep roots made it difficult to remove, let alone plant in the middle of the sea. Of course there is some hyperbole here as the Lord does not empower us to rearrange our landscaping at the sound of our voice. This is a message of mercy that, with faith in the Lord's grace, even the seemingly impossible is made possible, including our patient forgiveness of repeated offenses. We are not, however, entitled to everything we ask for in prayer, which is the subject of Jesus' second lesson. In the parable, God is represented by the master and the disciples by the servants. Our adherence to the gospel and the commandments is not currency used to obtain whatever we want from a divine vending machine. As the Lord taught the prophet Habakkuk in our first reading, God answers in his time and he will not disappoint. By following the advice of our psalmist, kneeling before the Lord who made us, we receive the answer to prayer that we may not have known we need it. As the Catechism says at paragraph 2611, the prayer of faith consists not only in saying, Lord, Lord, but in disposing the heart to do the will of the Father. Recall that at Luke 12, verses 35 through 40, which was read at Sunday Mass just a couple of months ago, Jesus told a parable about a master serving his servants, just the opposite of the imagery chosen here. In that parable, Jesus was portraying the incomparable generosity of God. The parable this Sunday reinforces the same point. We do not deserve the Lord's blessings. They flow purely from his goodness. Our Blessed Mother's response to the Archangel Gabriel at the Annunciation perfectly sums up the lesson of this Sunday's readings. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. That's all we have time for today. Let's conclude with the colic from this Sunday's Mass. Almighty ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and desires of all those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us to pardon what conscience shreds and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. To learn more and find resources, visit studycatholic.com. And please tell your friends about the show and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks again, and God bless.